What's going on, my podcast? Uh, end of year shout out. Uh, this is an episode that I'm going to do. Look, I drive a lot for work, um, and on those long drives, I spend many, many hours listening to different podcasts um, and trying to squeeze music in, into those hours of driving, but. The majority of it's listening to podcasts, and I just wanted to steal an idea from one of the podcasts I'm about to shout out. Um, they did a, I think they did it over the Thanksgiving long weekend, because um, they were all out of town, so they just put this together, and I thought it was a great idea. Um, so it's basically just a bunch of kind of podcasts that I really like um, and enjoy listening to. The ones that kind of, you know, could do with a shout out. Not that, I know, I'm sure they're all doing fantastic in their own regard, but, you know, I'm not going to put the Joe Rogan podcast on here or the Bill Burr pod, Monday Morning um, podcast on here because, quite frankly, you know, they don't really need the help. Um, again, not that my numbers are astronomical and they're going to move any kind of needle, but I just think, you know, there's some cool shit out there if you go looking for it. <coughs> And this might help you, because um, if you listen to this, chances are you'll like the three podcasts that I mentioned. Well, actually, I'm going to mention five, but two I don't have clips for, and I'll explain when I get to that. So, actually, we'll get the non-clip ones out of the way first. So, um, I was very late to the game with a band called Off With Their Heads. Off With Their Heads, sorry. Um, but... I heard their album Home, which came out like a few years ago now. I think it was probably four years ago now. Um, it was one of the greatest things I've ever heard. Um, and again, was very late to the party with it, but was, you know, turn up to the party and was all in. I, you know, was all in on it. So when I found out um, Ryan Young from the, from Off With Their Heads, <laughs> singer, I guess, and main songwriter, um, did a podcast, I was like, oh, this will be interesting, I'll check it out, and if you're half into Off With Their Heads, you know that a big, I guess, recurring theme is, well, I shouldn't say big recurring theme, but there is a there is an undercurrent of depression and pain, and so his podcast, which is called Anxious and Angry, which is lyrics from a song, as well as playing music on his podcast, um, and... You know, talking about what's happening in his life and that kind of thing. And spruiking whatever he's doing, which is always entertaining. Um, a lot of people just write in and ask for help um, through, through different facets of their life. And some of the stories, you know, you kind of sit down and think, fuck, I'm, I'm lucky I dodged those bullets or, you know, I'm lucky with, I'm hashtag blessed, praying hands emoji um, with the hand that I got dealt in life. Yeah, so I don't know, I'm not going to put a sample of it because anything, like, I, you should just listen to it. It's probably not really a historical thing where many people would go back and listen to it. He's like 200 episodes in. It's not really historic where it would kind of make, there's no storytelling or anything. Um, but yeah, just jump in because it's always, like, at the very least, it's a good way to source new music. At the very least, it's a good way to source new music. Uh, but it's just really interesting to kind of hear how the people are doing it. What I've kind of gathered is some people will continually write in and re, you know, keep give you a heads up of how they're doing and that kind of thing, or or how the situation that was troubling them played out. It's just really interesting. So there's that one. It's anxious and angry. I'll post the links, but you can just search for it in whatever podcast app you use. <coughs> and the other one that I don't have a sample before is two fantastic women. Um, it's not what the podcast is called. The podcast is called Just the Worst. Um, avid listeners to the Age podcast will remember Patty Larson from a few episodes back. Um, she does a podcast, yeah, her and her friend Valentina, um, do a podcast, which started out as they would talk about really, really shitty situations throughout history. But now it's kind of morphed into just, I'm sure they still talk about a bit of that. <coughs> They still talk about a bit of that, but now it's morphed into just like a catch-up of day-to-day life with uh, with Patty and Valentina, and it's just really funny. Like it's just two women shooting the shit and their take on things, and and it's just a really, really cool kind of you know, just a conversational 
thing that you just feel like you're singing, listening with friends, which I guess is what a lot of podcasts are like, and this one's really cool in the sense that, yeah, it's just really nice and personal, um, and they're funny as fuck, and it's, yeah, it's worth listening. Um, just the worst podcast, again, I'll post links of everything, um, but yeah, it's definitely worth checking out, because it's a lot of fun, and they do it, like, every week, so, you know, which is better than, better than what I can say, of that I do. Okay, so, moving forward, um, first clip I've got is from, which I think, you know, if you're into this, you should check it out, you should check out the podcast, definitely, um, the podcast is called Axe to Grind, A-X-E-T-O-G-R-I-N-D, spell it out, um, another place where I got a lot of new music from this year, it's basically three, I got onto it because of Dave Immers, thank you, shout out to Dave Immers, um, guest of the last Proper Minds podcast I did for November, it is three guys who live in Brooklyn but have all had completely different, oh, completely dif- different lives under the hardcore punk rock um, umbrella and have had kind of uh, three three different stages in life but all have done equally impactful, well, for hardcore punk, equally impactful things. Um, one guy did a lot of time at Revelation Records as an A&R guy. Um, one guy is the singer of... <clears throat> one guy was the singer of a band called Indecision who were a very, very influential uh, 90s hardcore band and then went on to start a band called Most Precious, Most Precious Blood. Um, and another guy is a singer of a band called Drug Church, which if you listen to my, actually Drug Church <coughs> and um, Self Defense Family, so if you listen to the um, top top album, top releases of 2018 My Age podcast episodes, you would have heard that Drug Church was my favourite album of the year, and um, the Self Defense Family album was also up there, really enjoyable. Anyhow, so I'll play a clip. <clears throat> the general vibe of it. It's not, again, it's not really a historical one. Or you can go back. I went back and listened to a lot of it because there's a lot of new music to pick up and there's a lot of just different, interesting conversational pieces that they talk about. Um, but, you know, you can just dive in head first and get, get the general vibe of what's going on. They're just three guys who often have guests on who just sit around and talk about what's happening in music and, yeah, just shoot the shit and have hot takes they they don't really have axes to grind anymore they in the early episodes they used to grind a few axes but it's it's one of those things where it just morphed into something else and not saying it was bad back then but it's really enjoyable now if you're into hardcore punk rock by guys who have who've worked in different aspects of the genre um you might get a kick out of it this is just one thing that i thought was this is a snippet from a podcast that i thought was done really really well and yeah so cool check it out so uh last episode we got kind of heavy we did yes we did thank you uh and it was a nice test because it seems as though maybe all of you 99 percent, got the thrust of the thing which was not that you have to agree with us no (laughs) it was that this was a conversation and hopefully we entertained you in some sort of way but also it is meant for further conversation. That applies to the music that we talk about and also sometimes the heavy shit. So, uh, thank you. I, I, you know, it's maybe it's fucked up and sad that I got to say this because maybe I got low expectations of people, but I genuinely appreciated that what I saw come out of it was people talk about it in a fucking civil way. You know what I mean? I was fucking jazzed. Yeah, and to me, I, you know... One of the things that we hoped to get out of this whole thing was talking about music, da da da, but also talking about other things with nuance because a lot of the time we just declare things at each other and just throw out like, LOL, that's stupid, ha ha ha, th- well, this thing, really? And that's tough. And I get that. I get that impulse. It's funny. I, I think this is also part of being maybe a little bit older and maybe mm-hmm. we come off hella NPR and mm. lame as fuck right now. But like, mm. come on, dog. I'm not, I'm just, you got to catch me in a real spot to not want to have a real talk. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, so, you know, and that's, but the show is a real talk show. So like, you're, you're probably not going to catch me like that here. You know what I mean? You're not no. going to see me. Sa- so 
uh, I, I was grateful that that uh, everybody everybody got it. That's cool. What that means is that we're we're gonna move forward being able to talk about shit in a real way. Where yeah. sometimes, in your view, one of us, two of us, or all of us are gonna get it wrong. And also, sometimes our guest is gonna be objectionable to you. You're gonna say that motherfucker doesn't got it right. And I like that we are being treated like a real fucking talk show where it's like, yeah, I don't, I don't like, I don't like the skinny one, but yeah. I don't like what he said about this, but they were, it made me think about X and, yeah, you know, and made me I, think about how I disagree with that person. And, and if you think those things, you feel those things, please reach out to us because we want, we want a conversation with you. Um, it's definitely one of the reasons that I think all of us are involved in hardcore and our relative ways is that the idea that your voice is part of this whole thing. So, uh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, I mean, I think like, you know, there is no right and wrong in situations like this. And I think, you know, there's people on both sides that you will never convince otherwise. Oh, sure. And, you know, that middle ground is kind of who we're talking to. Well, that, well, you know that, what I mean? well that's the nuanced conversation. If if we were talking about something black and light, white, it would have lasted 10 seconds where we go, all right, well. But uh, you're wrong. Yeah. Next. Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess somebody's <clears throat> getting beat up. You know what I mean? Right. Or I guess sure. something. But that wasn't. The, this was. This had more moving parts to it. And yeah. it was dope. Again, it's kind of fucking depressing that I got to say this. But, you know. Dope I, you guys acted human. Yeah. Dope everyone's human. Yeah. yeah. D- dope you were down to talk. Yeah. Because yeah, I'm right. straight up. I'm getting fucking sick of all the fucking yelling in, mm-hmm. in life. You know what In I mean? general. Yeah. Outside I, of this I'm scene. I'm getting yeah. sick of all this shit. I just want to fucking talk like normal human beings. So Even when it was cool to be mean, we went the other way. You know? Right. That's going to be... We're going to throw that on a shirt sometime. Um, <laughs> I like it. With that, yes. Tom, you didn't... You got a chance to listen to the episode. Yes, I listened to it right th- right so after. What do you think? You know, because it, it, we Patrick and I might maybe put you in a weird position where you had to be our audience while we talked about the damn thing. Right. But I think you actually added a ton by being able to be that voice yeah i mean i think that worked out like having listened back to it um i mean i think you guys did like a really solid job in explaining it without kind of coloring it with any of your own expectations or biases or whatever um i mean i think as you know a guy that grew up going to sketchy new york hardcore shows it's so kind of new to me to kind of hear this yeah you know what i mean and like life is tough whether it be in here whether it be out there stuff is going to happen People say terrible shit. People have ulterior motives when they do certain things. Um, you know, and like I, the thing that kind of, re- you know, re- like kind of resonated as I listened to it was like Patrick saying, like, you'd have to put like a fucking gun to my head to tell me that I, ha-, you know, and like, and like we said last week too, if you're a fucking rapist, if you're a fucking assaultive in any way, man, woman, whatever, get the fuck out of here. Yep. But I mean, I think it goes so deep. Like when it's someone like when the the person that was uh, you know aggrieved is like, yo, it's cool. Yeah, like she apologized. Largely over this. Let's get the fuck on with it. You know what I mean? That was probably you know people are terrible. People put up with shit all the time. This isn't the first time that poor you know that woman had to deal with it. Yeah, probably won't be the last. You know what I mean? Unfortunately, in this world, so it's like if she's ready to you know kind of get on with it, and someone else is like picking up the mantle for her. Like step back, like the woman, like I think you're almost like in, like infantil- infantilizing. Is that the word? I think yeah, it is. yeah, it is. Like the person, like if she wanted to fight, she'd stick up for herself. In, in this one, it felt a little mansplaining, to be honest. But right, but, I mean, but here's here's what I, I I think what you just said was I listened not to the I only listened to the Invisibilia episode once, but right. I, I I edited our episode for volume, so I listened to it like three times, right? Right. So. What I took away that got me thinking was, and this is up for discussion with our audience that I now know to be so uh, able to discourse. Yes, I love it. There's yeah, maybe Patrick here. There's <laughs> may, there's maybe two two different things that draw people to punk or hardcore music, and I think one of them is uh, a wantingness to create uh, a new space for yourself, to create a, a, a new culture for yourself, a new a new uh, community for yourself, yep. and then. There's another draw, and we're not going to talk about the bad draws. Sure. You know, I mean, we're not yeah, going to cause chaos. Yeah, or right. Whatever. Yeah. Baseball bat draws. Yeah. We're going to talk about the other draw, which is not I want to build a new community, but I re- straight up I just reject the other one, and I ended up here, and I uh, I am here because I don't like to be told what to do, and I I think that it's worth talking about. Uh, that 
having listened to that last episode and thinking about this, thinking, thinking about punk and hardcore in a in a, uh, in a, a larger in, kind of in, yeah, in a, yeah, completely super hot. meta way. Yeah, um, I fall very clearly into that second camp. I was going to ask you that. Reject the cubicle and all. I, I I straight up like I'm in this music because it's where I. Uh, best express myself and best fit and that's right? I mean but not because I'm like trying to make a new community for myself right I'm not try- I, there's no utopia no utopian ideal for me it's truly like not to sound totally weird but it's like it's more like there's just some people with like a pioneer attitude towards shit I'd rather uh, you know like just live free or die just keep, please keep your hands off me when, when I was in the larger world, I felt a little too uh, confined, and right. I just needed a space. I feel feel less confined now. With that in mind, maybe if I'm right, and those are two different, distinct identities, like the dichotomy, faith, yeah. The, yeah, the faith void split uh, <laughs> uh, 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 is. Oh, that's an interesting. Yep. Is if you are in the first camp, if you are trying, if if, if hardcore, you're part of the faith, yeah, if hardcore is your space to build your own community, and and in opposition or alongside the other thing, the larger world, then I totally get how a dude like me comes off course. I really do. You know what I mean? Because I'm not interested in, in what you're interested in. I, I, I'm, I really, I'm just expressing myself. I'm smearing my diarrhea all over and, and that's not you. And if you are the person who feels like you're alone in a room full of outsiders, even there, then there's probably people who resonate. And I mean, that's one of the reasons that I relate well to you, even though many probably would place me in this like, oh, you build a community because I do in a lot of senses. And I, I, you know, I, I thought about all of our dynamics as right. I thought as I was getting entirely too heavy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I thought about how to place you. Both of you fellas are kind of in a respect true believers you know what i mean absolutely like, right, right, right like uh however even in that sense i fall outside of the lines of a lot of the circles that i circle and i think sure. tom might be too but yeah. uh, but for me i i don't you know i even with the people who i do associate with i'm not the exact same and it's it's interesting and it's one of the pieces that i like about stuff is that yo i embrace the different i am intrigued uh so this is a funny thing uh, a long time ago uh the Singer of Floor Punch <laughs> said a thing that I resonated with me. We were talking about something, and he was talking about this guy who was a very nice person. And he said, you know, nice guy, good guy, always been kind, doesn't bring anything to the table. And that just was interesting to me is that you can share all the interests in the world, and there might be someone out there who me and them just hit every single note. Yeah, you like this? I like that. You like that? I like that. You like that? That's not that interesting to me. No. I prefer difference. And I, I kind of uh, like that friction and I, I am interested in it. Right. And I think ultimately, and like I said this before and I've said this for the last fucking 20-something years, like we're all here because we're fucked up in whatever way. You know what I mean? And whether it be like you're here to like, because this is the way you want to express yourself, you're here because it's like there's some kind of kindred spirits out there. And like think of all the hundreds and hundreds of people and thousands of hardcore kids you've met over the years there's probably a handful, maybe 10 to 15, that you really, like, I'll see them 10 years down the line, and it'll be like, I just saw them on tour. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. And I think we're all sort of fucked up, and I think in that being so fucked up, we pick on each other, and it's so fucking ridiculous. And, like, we like to hold ourselves to a better standard than that, than the outside world, that like we're our own little thing. And it's creeping in, and we're not fucking policing ourselves well enough, and we're not, you know what I mean? We still have those same high school fucking nonsense, you know, that every jack-off on the, you know, every jack-off civilian does the same kind of thing. Isn't that, that's like an interesting commentary to me, is the idea of some of these, like, social tropes, and like, maybe it's cliche for us to use the whole high school thing, but it, it fits, is that often those kind of things continue to recur in social scenes, and we do hold ourselves to a higher standard. Right. But and it definitely like, gets stratified, though. Yeah. It's like it's the so cool weird. kids. The, right, right. You know what right. I mean? And it's like, you know, like, uh, reject that shit. I, right. I, it blows my mind. It, it, be friends with whoever. Talk to whoever. Talk to the people who are way different than you. You know, like, right. I, I read something where people are like, oh, you guys talk. You need to talk about fast hardcore. Yo, that's the kind of hardcore I like. A good friend of mine said to me the other day, he's like, you, all the music you like is so fast compared to what's out there right now. And I'm like... And I was thinking about it because I don't think of my... And I'm like, 
oh, I guess you're right, huh? But right. you know, it, it's doing this podcast with you guys is probably more interesting than me talking to myself at, about fucking Mind Eraser. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it might be, it might not be. I've just realized as I'm um, as I'm recording this that these next two uh, these next two podcasts I'm going to give a shout out to that all members of the podcast have been guests on the My Age podcast which you know that's what it's all about um, so anyhow the next one I'm going to talk about is the High Fives podcast what's up Nate and Mike um, just two two gentlemen from Canada um, who every month just pick a topic and make a high fives list high five uh, sorry let me start that again pick a topic and make a top five uh, list of songs and then discuss them with each other and it's always comical and witty and um, at the end of at the sorry start of each episode they always talk about uh, new music and so when they when that happens I always get my hypothetical pen and paper out and take notes and you know go back and review and see what's up and usually it's more hits than misses but you know not everybody's perfect so yeah this is the uh, high fives podcast just a little snippet of you know some some gold and uh yeah enjoy it high fives i'll uh post the links and we'll go from there cool good evening episode 40 i like how you assume everyone's listening at night <laughs> you said that before oh well we're repeating ourselves now it's 40 episodes <laughs> <laughs> i'm surprised we haven't repeated more of ourselves the big four but i do assume well no it's not so much i assume i'm just i'm trying to trying to put people where we are you know in the evening in the evening yeah you know okay well good evening you feel it it's the high fives podcast yeah <laughs> that's mike that's the, nate the guy that uh that likes to call me out on things from time to time episode 40 that's that's a big deal it is a big deal we should have had a birthday party no maybe for 80 i'm not really big into birthday parties are you no, not overly. It's like I'm always amazed that there's adults in the world that get super amped for their birthday parties or their birthdays just in general. Like, hey, everyone, it's my birthday. <laughs> and it was my birthday yesterday. And they go on for like two weeks. Like, hey, it was my birthday. Nate, did you know it was my birthday? <laughs> Today? No. Oh, good. It's our 40th podcast birthday. Oh, okay. I see what you're doing now. Yeah. Connecting dots. Yeah. So now we'll talk to our therapist about this later. You weren't, you're not into birthdays either. No, nah, I'm not overly. I okay. don't hate them, but I don't like. I don't need to celebrate. You don't get amped. No. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, uh, this topic is we kind of wanted to do a summer loving episode, and yeah. then Jay totally burned us on it in our last episode. You might want to go back to episode 39. It's two parter. And check out the burn that Jay laid down on summer loving lists. We weren't having a blast. So we didn't do it. We didn't do it. We, uh, we took a, a, a small deviation off that road. And instead of a summer loving list, which we have done in the past, which was probably one of our best episodes, really. Yeah. Well, who, what, who doesn't like summer? <laughs> right? Uh, this is the top five songs for a road trip, which, I mean, that kind relates of, to summer. It's kind of a summer thing. Yeah. Yeah. How's your summer been? It's okay. Yours? Yeah, it's been good. It's it's crazy. Like, it's it's another step in, like, feeling old. You know, when summer starts to go by, like, in the blink of an eye. Like, when I was a kid, when summer should feel like it goes by in the blink of an eye, it felt like it went on forever. Didn't you feel that way? Like, you were almost, I mean, no one wanted to admit it, but you were almost ready to go back to school. I was never ready to go back to school. <laughs> But it did always feel like it was like, there was like the dog days of summer, right? Yeah. But, but as an adult, it you're just like, this went by way too fast. I thought I was going to get more done this summer. It's going to oh, start winter's snowing coming. again. Yeah. <laughs> Last week we set a record high. Yeah. Next week it might snow. Yeah. That record high was way too much. It was a lot. Yeah. I don't understand how people deal with hot, sweaty weather. No. Because we're just completely not used to it. No. But anyways, no. summer. Uh, did you do any road trip in this summer, Mike? Not a lot. No, no. A little bit, a little bit, but not. not I'm not a camper. Do you do you like the road trip? Um, like, do you set up like a playlist that's sp specific for the road trip you're about to do? Yeah, like not necessarily specific to that, but like you know, just like stuff that you really want 
you know, like like singles or, oh, yeah, or things sure. that, that you really want to listen to on a that are in you know specific to just driving. Yeah, so I have like a I was when, I, when we were coming up with this list, I kind of thought of some things. One one is nostalgia. I like on yeah. a road trip to listen to some nostalgia. So especially if like we're going with a bunch of friends or something, I try to pick songs that we used to listen to together and stuff like that. Like when you spend more time with your friends in a car. Yeah, and or like. If you're going somewhere like here, you drive a lot to the prairies, right? And it's like lots of open roads. Some of you guys might not know what that's like, but it's open road forever yeah. and clear skies. Or so yeah, if you this, go east, yeah. it's a lot of barren prairie for a you long go, time. You go west, it's a little different. Yeah. So when when you're driving in the prairies, I kind of feel like there's like a prairie soundtrack. There's like yeah. like you want a little bit of classic rock or like uh, like weaker thans or Tom Petty yeah. or like uh, soul music and stuff. It works really well for that kind of like endless it feels like an endless journey even if it's only like a three-hour drive it feels endless because it's so barren the endless summer yeah yeah and then uh i also like sing-along songs of course road trip, like of where you course. can like that pass the time and like songs that'll pass your time especially if you're driving for like eight hours like which you're stuck doing in canada a lot to get to a destination is like yeah well i want to go somewhere well you could drive for five hours and you might hit another town yeah yeah, I never like really create a playlist. I always think about it, but then it just becomes that thing that one more thing to do that I don't get done before I leave. So I don't generally create a playlist, but if I'm like passenger seat, I like to have like the 160 gig iPod in you're, my lap. You're the controller on the and passenger. just DJ wow. the whole time. <laughs> and because uh, it just makes it go by that much faster, right? Like you play sure. a song and now you're looking for the next song, right? And like trying to hit it before you get that dead air, even though it's in a car and nobody cares. Well, people care. <laughs> I would care. Yeah, I believe that. We don't do a lot of road tripping, though. No. Um, or, Maybe we should take this on the road. Yeah, the next one. No. Next summer, next we'll summer. do the road trip episode from the road. We'll get an engineer to come and, and yeah. produce the show, and it'll be great. We can't just do that? You can't do that while we're driving? <laughs> I don't know how safe that would be. I'll drive. Okay. Also not safe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let that one go. Yeah, that's true. You get a pass. No, no. <laughs> we used to call my crash many, many years ago. Yeah. Well, I'll just leave it at cars. that. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> um, and then if I'm not riding shotgun uh, and I'm driving, then I generally like put on either an album I've really wanted to listen to for a long time and just haven't put it on. Um, or I'll put on like an old, old album kind of front to back that I haven't listened to in a long time. So one thing that I really miss about tapes and CDs yeah. is they were perfect for the road trip because you, it forced you totally to make a limited time playlist. Yeah. So you can't do the shuffle. You can't do that. So it forced you to do that. So when, before, before iPods and stuff, I was really into making those like CDs for a, a road trip Yeah. or tapes for a road trip and stuff. So. Yeah. I do miss that a little bit. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can still do it. Like, there's still CD players in But everyone's like, well, why would you do that? You have, like, your phone can hold a zillion songs. Well, uh, how many gigs do you have on your phone? A zillion. Oh. <laughs> what plan is that? The zillion plan. Oh, okay. <laughs> is that sponsored by Bing? Mm, no, the zillion. Okay. <laughs> Everything's a zillion. <laughs> <laughs> and in true road trip form, uh, Mike brought junk food. He yeah. stopped at Dirty Ron's on the way over and picked us up some road trip fare. How was your Sunday? My Sunday? It was good. I thought you meant like yesterday was Sunday. No, no, no. <laughs> With the an E. The Sunday I purchased for you. <laughs> it was very good. They messed up and didn't bring you the nuts. So Yeah, I know. That's this peanut-free world we live in. Back in the day, you just got them. Yeah. Right? Now they give them to you in packages if they even give them to you. Yeah, there was no nuts for you. No. My score frap was not so good. Yeah. I'm not giving it the thumbs up. No, I no. feel like it wouldn't be. I, I feel like the new things that they bring out are generally not that good. It's it's the stuff you have like a nostalgic, you know, spot in your taste buds for that, that still taste good. Yeah. That's actually my favorite part about the road trip is the just snacks? buying garbage. Yeah, there's a lot of garbage. It feels like weird because you're like eating a sandwich in a car somehow tastes better. Yeah. Getting like yeah. fast food in a car yeah. somehow tastes better. You buy things you would never yeah. buy in you real life. You stop at like a, like a gas station. You're like, I do like that weird nut mix. Mmm, <laughs> yeah. teriyaki beef jerky. Yeah. Huh. Did you know they have ter turkey teriyaki beef jerky? We got to get it. <laughs> the double T. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I don't know if they really have that, but we'll just assume. I'm sure they do. I'm There's sure just all sorts do. of weird things at the gas station. Yeah. And but you're, you end but up you're willing out. to buy it. Yeah. That's what the gas station was founded on. Road tripping. <laughs> and Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Not gas. Road tripping. Um, so let's let's talk briefly about what we've been listening to. Uh, Mike, I have been listening to a ton because we didn't really cover this last time. Yeah. But I've I've taken those off the list because it was just too long ago now. So things I was listening to then don't apply. Um, the uh, the stuff I've been listening to as of late, I got into that no effects uh, rib live in a dive which i didn't think i'd get into at all but it's actually pretty entertaining listening to them playing songs from what must be 25 30 years ago i have ribbed and i feel like i bought ribbed when i was like just discovered no effects i'm like oh, i should get some stuff and ribbed had a like a condom package i was like that's yeah. funny i'll get it yeah i don't remember liking it no it's uh, it's pre-hefe right it's pre-hefe yeah yeah and uh, it's not like, it's definitely not their best album, but there's a lot of more, great one-offs on more there. More Bros is on that, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's a good song. Great song. Yeah. There's, there's a good handful, I would say. <laughs> but just to, you know, we've talked about it before about bands playing those old songs and what that must feel like. And there's, there's a lot of self-deprecation on this record. I wouldn't say it's recorded as well as like their previous live albums. Oh, really? Not that it's horrible or anything. Like, I mean, their other live albums were recorded so well that the expectation is, is huge. Is it on the same level as the other live in the dives though? Like, let's say like the no use. I didn't really dive. like any of those. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I like never really listened one. to those. Yeah, I, I've heard that one was good. Lagwagon did one. Bracket did one, I think, too. Strung Out did one. Yeah. Strung Out one's pretty good if you like Strung Out. I know you don't like Strung Out, so. I can't imagine. Well, I've never really liked them live. Yeah. So that would be the deterring factor for me. But uh, uh, it's funny. Like, I mean, if you like the previous No Effects live ones, yeah. this oh. one's worth listening to oh, at least listen. once. Yeah. Uh, found this band called Lost Love, a uh, Canadian band. Uh, on Stomp Records, and they have a new record called Good Luck Roscoe. I think this one could make my top five for the year. Five, the top five. It wow. could. It was yeah. really like I, I did give it a quick listen when you sent sent the request, uh, sent the suggestion. Yes, suggestion, not request. Very good. This <laughs> is tough words. When you, when you requested for me to listen to sample it. this <laughs> prestigious album, his eyes are closed right now. <laughs> I'm having an orgasm. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. Anyway, it's awesome. I really liked yeah. it. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised. It was described as a Menzingers meets Weezer, which I did hear in there, but I felt like it was more like it, it also had that like swimmers kind of vibe dragged into it as well. Um, I, I really like it. It's it's that kind of newer sound, I guess, like that, that progression of where punk rock is now. Like, I know kind of that org core vein i guess i don't like promoting these words that, that you create i didn't create org core <laughs> you created it we all know i might you have did. i might have created the term glammy glam punk it and got no credit yeah uh and the last one was one that uh that you sent me uh sewer rats which is one of the greatest album names ever heartbreaks and milkshakes it is great it is i want a so shirt that i should get a shirt that says heartbreaks and milkshakes i feel like how, i like both of those things yeah how, how did this not get used yet i'm you sure know, it has in that world i don't know huh, you well, think? whatever it's perfect and it suits the album so well oh yeah it's great it's that ramones core For you know me. flavor that's really thriving in Europe, hey? It seems to be like a big European thing. Like it seems there's like a lot of German and Italian and French. Oh, is that right? Yeah. And uh, from the Netherlands and stuff, there seems to be a lot huh. of that going on over there. Is that where they're from? Are they a European band? The European, I'm pretty sure. Huh. I, I won't assume everybody's like an American band. An American band, hey? <laughs> is there a song there you were going to sing? No, there wasn't. I can't remember the words, so. <laughs> if only we were on a road trip. Ah. Uh, <sighs> We can dream. What have you been listening to? What have I been listening to? Uh, first thing I was listening to, why am I struggling with speaking today? Just today. It's, it's the fucking it's, score. It's not just a score for <laughs> It's numbed your tongue right I told out. you, it did something weird to my tongue when I drank it. <laughs> anyway, what have I been listening to? Yes. It's what everyone wants to know. What have you been listening to? Well, the first thing that I've been listening to, and I hate to admit it. Okay. Because it's admitting you were right and I was oh. wrong. Uh, I can just see how happy you are. There should be music for this. Recurring so, music. I'm starting to really like the Spanish Love Songs album. 
Right? Yeah. So I'm sorry, Nate. I told you. You're right. I, we had somebody tweeted us actually I saying know. that <laughs> they're teammates. because of the High Fives podcast, and they hash. I think they hashtagged it Team Nate. Yeah, it was a pretty big day for me. It was. <laughs> was that the turning point where you're like, oh, somebody else likes this? No, no. Uh, I because I feel like that might have been the turning. point. No, usually if something like that happens, I dig my heels in more. Oh, like I'm pretty stubborn. If somebody starts like calling me on something, I'm like, no. No. <laughs> they can't be right. Not going to happen. <laughs> nah. But then uh, I was working on filling up songs for my iPod, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to give this another shot. And you and did. I, and for some reason, in true iPod shuffle fashion, they just kept playing like yeah. five songs. Yeah. So, so random. Three of them were Spanish love songs, and I was like, oh, I guess I do like this band. And I started listening to it at work, and I'm like, oh, this is really good. So I stand corrected. What What changed? I don't know. I just just a longer listen, just or a longer a, listen, an op, a more open mind. I think I might have tainted it with the Menzingers comparison. Right, it might have been tainted in my mind, and then that's a that's a hard taint. And <laughs> <laughs> I said that on purpose. Top five best phrases you heard first on High Fives podcast. Number one, hard taint. <laughs> Did you did you say it on purpose? Yeah, I did. Okay, um, that's my new glammy punk band name. It's Heart a good taint. one. <laughs> the Interrupters. Ah, uh, like, right. Who thought a ska album would be good in 2018? This it's fucking great. This is the the, the launch pad for the next ska mm -hmm. revival, guaranteed. It's, it's getting huge. it's getting huge radio play and everything. Yeah. It's totally gonna it's gonna. This feels like when the Boston's and like No Doubt were popular in totally. the late 90s. You're going to start seeing all kinds of ska bands, record companies. Get out, start get out your them. old horns. <laughs> your old horns. <laughs> Dust them off. Start. Get out your checkered patterned everything. <laughs> your suspenders. Get those suspenders ready. Right? Your fedoras. Dust them off. Yeah. Get them out. It's, but it's such a good album. And like... So I was I was talking to my son about this because I, I put it on and he was like instantly into it. And it's like his new favorite record right now. And he's heard some of the older stuff and he's like, this doesn't sound the same at all. So for a little boy to be like, be able to distinguish that. And I don't know what it is other than, I mean, there's obvious things about her voice that's different. Um, Cause I feel like she had more of like that. When they first came out, she had her own sound. And mm -hmm. then it slowly digressed into kind of that Tim Armstrong, Brody Armstrong sound, like that tone to her voice. Yeah. And now I feel like she's cleaned it up again and re gone back to that original sound. And it's so much better. But I think the music that they're writing is just hookier too. Yeah, I think the re the recording quality on it's a better, like it's fuller sounding. Yeah. And it works for this kind of music. Totally. And I think... Some of it is that she can actually sing. Yeah, she's a great singer. Like, she can actually carry a note, so it's not like, um, it, it, it doesn't sound like someone's trying to be, like, a, a good singer when they're not. Totally. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I, I hear what and you're saying. And, yeah, she sort of ditched the, like, I'm trying to do so, copy somebody else, and she's got her own sound, and it sound, it was working really well. Well, like, it was like she was trying to put a rougher edge on it, right? Yeah. And it's like, no, no, it sounds so much better this way. Yeah, and it's great. So good. Like, I love every song on that record. I'm saying it again. It could make the top five for the year. Yeah. Your top five is going to start looking like my top five. <laughs> All uh, right. I got uh, one last thing. Okay. So, and this is kind of just a funnier story. So, when I was a kid, I was listening. I, not listening. I wasn't listening to anything. <laughs> not even your parents. No. Not the teachers, because clearly I can't speak. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was this movie called Last uh, Last American Virgin. I don't know if you've ever seen it before. I don't think so. So it was like a mid-80s, like, teen, like, comedy, kind of like in the vein of what, like, American Pie was later. Okay. But this one, I think, was like, like a kind coming of, of age. Yeah, but more like, more like, oh, these teens are tr trying to get laid. Okay. What kind of zany stuff are they going to get into? Like Revenge of the Nerds and yeah, Porky's? Yeah, yeah. yeah, so like, I think this is like, uh, like... The B versions of those okay. movies, like the B versions, <laughs> like the ones like the copycat versions of those ones, right? So anyway, but I saw it as a kid, and I always thought it was funny because you're like, oh, these kids got crabs, and they're trying to get rid of them in a hot tub, right? <laughs> and as a like, that's a, how you do it. Yeah, well, 
I didn't know better right. as a kid. I was like, that's, I guess that, that is pretty funny. <laughs> the chubby kid's getting slapped around. There's always one. There's always a chubby always kid. Always one. They're always way cooler than you think they are, too. They're like so... And then they slim out in their adult years, <laughs> and they never live it down. Like <laughs> like the truffle shuffle. Yeah. I'm sure there's still requests for that <laughs> on a daily basis. The guy's probably like, fuck, Everywhere man. he goes. No, he's probably into it now. Oh, Those I don't pro- think so. No? No. Mm. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so this, movie funny I saw, story. so this movie I saw as a kid, and periodically through my life, I've, I've watched it again. And like, as I got older, there's a song at the end and it's a very like eighties, like uh, new wave soundtrack. Okay. And there's a song at the end and I was like, who is this? And I, for a while I thought it was the cars, but it's not the cars. And I couldn't figure it out forever. And is there then, a guitar in it? Uh, there's not guitar, but okay. there's, there's keyboard for sure. Okay. I think. You yeah. can distinguish between the keytar no, I can't, and the... I can't. I'm sorry. Oh, I was really impressed for a moment. Only a moment. Yeah. Well. Nathan, you're yes. really ruining my story. Sorry, sorry. Back to the story. Yeah. Um, where was I? Oh, yes, yes. Keytars. Keytars. Um, so uh, last week, or no, last week, a couple weeks ago, I was looking for a sound clip on YouTube, and I saw it on the side of recommended things, and I watched the end of it, and the song came on. And I was like, fuck, I need this song. And I looked it up on Shazam. It didn't come up. And then I did some research on the old interweb using Bing. Yes, because that's what we do here, right? Bing. We bing it. And I found a site that listed the song, but then, to my dismay, it was not on iTunes <sighs> or Spotify. <sighs> other album, other songs by this band were, but this... The this hit was, single was not. This was not on it. So I put a feeler out on the old interweb yes. to some people, and I got a copy of this album, and now I'm pretty stoked, so I've been listening to the Plimsolls. I've never heard of them. So, Plimsolls. Yeah. Huh? It's a good, and the track Zero Hour, and it's awesome. And does the album live up to the track? Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. I'd heard, like, I know some of their other stuff. Yeah. But, because uh, they're kind of, like, in that vein of, like, the replacements and stuff like that. That, that And I know Beach Slang had covered one of their songs before, but oh, I didn't okay. know this was the Plimsolls. Huh. So, anyway, long-winded story, but I've been listening to the Plimsolls. It was worth every second. Yeah. I loved it. Plus, you know that uh, you can get rid of crabs in a hot tub. Now you Allegedly. know. The more you know. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, should we get to the list? Yeah, probably. Were there more things that you've been listening to? Or? No, the only thing, and it works for talking about the list. Is, yes. Um, I tried to, I know generally with, like I had brought up the classic rock and soul thing, I tried to stay away from that a little bit. Okay. Just because this, this podcast is a little bit more about punk and it shows it genres. So. It is. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to stay away from the Tom Petty, even okay. though I was really tempted to put Tom Petty on this. Well, that stuff's always good for the road It's just trip, great right? for the road. Totally. So, but I stayed away from it, so. All right, so the list. Let's go. Well, I'm going to respond to what you've been listening to, uh, and I put a song uh, by The Interrupters on my list. It's actually my first pick. Oh, excellent. Um, because, and it's not really like a song about road tripping in any vein, not that any of these have to be, um, but... I just, I love listening to ska when I'm driving and it's, it's good in the summertime. Trips. Yeah, it's just, it puts you in that happy place. It's easy to sing along. It's so upbeat. It's just, you can you can transport yourself from the prairies to a much better place. It generally doesn't annoy everybody else in the car too. No, exactly. It seems more suitable than, let's say, like a hardcore album. Yeah. So I'm not going to talk a lot about this um, because... We just did. Um, but yeah, I think no road trip playlist is is complete without at least one ska song. Shout out Joel to, to having a ska song on every single list. Um, and I picked the single, which is, I think it's, I love every song on it, this it's album. It's still catchy. But that single, it's so often that the single kind of wears off for you when, you when you listen to the album and you find a better song, right, mm-hmm. that, that you just connect to. But Kerosene is just so good, yeah, front to back. It's a great song. Yeah. So that's my pick. Interrupters, Kerosene, off their album, Fight the Good Fight. Um, my first pick I went with is Fiddler. And oh, nice. Off the album, Two. Is that the second the one? Sec- the second one. Not just Hence a clever two. name? <laughs> Informative as well? Yes. <laughs> uh, you got to know, right? You got to. They spelled it T-O-O, though. Ah, so, very clever. It's a little play on it. Punny. Yeah. Very punny. That's another pun. 
<laughs> and the song I picked was West Coast because it kind of has that like uh, like feel good feeling when you're driving. I like it. Yeah, I like it. It's catchy, upbeat. They just put out a new single, right? They put not, out that not al- long ago, alcoholic uh, or alcohol. Or... Yeah, it's it's been a while, but I Has don't. It? Yeah, a, at least a month or two. Was that a preview to? Is there an album coming, or you don't know? I don't. I keep looking. I'm assuming there is an album coming because there's a tour. Okay, a tour that's not coming here. No shocker. Hey, <laughs> not a shocker. Yeah, yeah, but not the shocker either. All right, the interrupters, <laughs> kerosene and uh, fiddler, West Coast, boom. Okay, last but deaths not least. Um, <clears throat> this has been one of my favorite podcasts for a long, long time. Um, it's the Blink-155 podcast, or Blink-155 podcast, depending on kind of how you say the original Blink-182, Blink-182, whatever. Um, it's, two again, two young gentlemen from CanCon. Heads of CanCon tonight. Well, yeah, a lot of CanCon today. Couple of gentlemen from Canada, uh, from two different parts of Canada, Josiah and Sam, who have both been guests on the pod this year, which is which were cracking episodes. Um, you know, you should go back and check it out if you like what you hear in the next couple of the coming bit. But the concept of the podcast is Blink One Eight Two have 155 songs, um, and every week they're going to talk about one of them. And it's again, it's one of the, been one of those fun podcasts to follow because at the start it started out as a 45 minute podcast and nowadays it's upwards of two hours <clears throat> it just it morphed into something fucking amazing and they've really found their feet with um what they're doing and it's it's fucking comical gold whether it's oh it's not things and things are never unintentionally comical obviously it's meant to be a bit bit of a laugh but um there are some moments that are just fucking solid gold you know call up Lorne Michaels and Put on SNL, kind of, you know, SNL is probably not a good reference, but you know what I'm saying. Fantastic podcast. Um, and a really weird, fantastic community has been built out of this podcast. And there's so many layers and characters that are kind of on the periphery. But one I'll, I'll give a shout out to, his name's Bill Billingsley. He's from San Diego. Um, and among other wild shit that he's done that are Blink-182 related, he bought Travis Barker's Cadillac. I'm not sure what year it was, but some a Cadillac that Travis Barker actually owned, bought it from him, dropped like 30 grand, 30 US, I think it was. And um, it for, for reference, it was the Cadillac that was on the cover of the Transplants album, the first Transplants album, so it's pretty fucking wild. And... Uh, he goes and hangs out at the To The Stars Academy every once in a while and um, does his thing there and sees if Tom's around and yeah, it's fucking wild. It's one of those podcasts that are definitely worth um, like jump in now but also when you've got epi- when you've got time go back to episode one and just hammer through it. I think they're up to I think they're just about to hit halfway next week, so whatever half of 155 is, that's where <coughs> that's what episodes are up to. Probably like 70, oh, you know, I'm not even going to guess. But they're about halfway through it. Anyhow, um, yeah, Blink-155, Blink-155 podcast. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. I really appreciate it. Uh, thanks to all the guests through the year. Thanks for everyone who's dropped me a message or face-to-face said something to me about enjoying it. Thanks for everyone who's, you know human me and said yeah I'll, I'll, I'll go on the podcast that'll be great um i just really dig it like i don't i don't this takes up a lot more time than i ever thought it would but i really love it and um yeah i really again she'll never listen to i almost made nicole listen to an episode the other week and then she heard me talking and went wait i, I can't listen to this no 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 no, no. turn it off so we had to turn it off um but thanks to nicole and cody for letting me do this weird and wonderful hours of the day and taking time away from them I really appreciate it more than they'll ever know um, and that's about it cool stay safe happy 2019 um, and we'll do it all again this year cool something else I've noticed through my uh, in-depth market research that is uh, <laughs> just being online 24-7 is that there? There are also some people who only listen to like songs that they like. 
Which is, first of all, insane because everyone knows the best episodes of this podcast are of the shitty songs. Yeah. So, <laughs> so stop listening now, I guess is yeah, kind of what like you're if saying. If you only listen to the good songs, it's just like, ooh, they, they wrote and recorded this one in one <laughs> afternoon. Like, there's too much information actually about the song, and it's so boring. It feels like school. But then when there's, like, nothing to talk about, we can just go on a three-hour journey to hell. And that's way better. <laughs> right. I mean, you don't get the, like... Uh, snake funeral um, vlogs of rewatching your own snake funeral vlog in an episode like this, unfortunately. Right. right? But, but at the same time, there's a uh, Christian term that I would like to use, which is <laughs> seeker sensitive, which means that. What the fuck is that? It's like a church term. Like if someone, if you're like, oh, we want to be seeker sensitive. So if somebody shows up for the first time, they're not going to be like all confused about what's going on. It's like for noobs. And so the fact that we're doing a hit today, we want to make sure this is like, quote, seeker sensitive to newcomers. So I mean, (laughs) I mean, what is this podcast? Assuming you're listening because you did read the song title and saw that we're doing Damn It this week. And you're like, (laughs) you're like, what is this podcast? Well, basically, um... You might have heard of Alan Cross, the who does the ongoing <laughs> history of uh, yeah. alternative Can- music. Canada's greatest music historian. Long may he reign. And basically, this is that. Um, yeah. <laughs> we are just two aspiring uh, Alan Cross acolytes, or crossolites, <laughs> as I like to call us, which sort of has a, a double meaning in the sense that we are both adherents to the teachings of Alan Cross and the Christian <laughs> cross. You know, it's like the funniest phrase, actually, that I thought you were going to say. But it, you didn't say it, but in 2018, this is the funniest phrase you could possibly say is, we are aspiring music journalists. <laughs> could you imagine? No. I mean, the idea that there still are, like, journalism schools inside of, like, reputable uh, centers of higher learning, teaching people to be any type of journalist, let alone a music journalist, is, uh, it's, it's tragic I mean, it, I think it's probably a crime. So, just you're on you're on notice. See, higher I'm education. I'm trying to be sensitive, so I'm not going to go deep into another pint and pageman hole right now. But no, yeah. so basically, we are. It's a in depth um, alternative music uh, journalistic endeavor mm-hmm. where we talk about like you know what was going on in the stew that day. What were they chatting about? What were they chopping it up about with the produce? What were they doing in the stew? And who? What was coming through those cans? You know, is, is this your way of ensuring that those people are all gone and we're back to just the heads now, and we can yeah, exactly, and we can be real? Yeah. Because you know, in the words of uh, Bill Billingsley, which is not a seeker-sensitive reference, <laughs> uh, I, I I appreciate what you're trying to do, Job's Z. Let's talk about this fucking song, baby. Yeah, because you are in a time crunch, Josiah. Yeah, you only have. I have to leave in two hours. Two hours and eleven minutes, I think, at this point. (laughs) Uh, To see, to see, are you going to see First Man? Is that what you're doing? Yeah, I am. Fucking nerd. I know. I don't even want to, but it's free. I do. I do things for free. Whatever it is, if anyone (laughs) offers me something for free, I'll do it, including a timeshare presentation. (laughs) Also, is that like your way of maybe connecting a little bit to Tom, like to to really sort of tap into his love of of space, his passion (laughs) for space travel? No, I don't know. I didn't really like La La Land to be honest, but I'm just trying to see all. I'm just trying to see all the movies right now. I don't. I don't know about this fucking Damien Chazelle guy. Here's the thing about La La Land. It's actually good, <laughs> which, of course, is my opinion, but I avoided it for so long. And Wait, so, have you seen A Star is Born? No, but I'm pretty excited about it. <laughs> yeah, we should almost do exclusive about it just, just because. Just because. Yeah, okay, that sounds good. That's also motivation. Like, you know, Ashley will be yeah, happy that I'm, just I'm like, finally I, 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 leaving I the house. I want my opinion to be behind the paywall because I'm afraid of Lady Gaga fans. They are quite serious. But I do uh, love me some Lady Gaga, as people have found out on Patreon. This is the all-Patreon discussion <laughs> episode. Yeah, this is not... Sorry, and is seeker-sensitive, like, the thing that, that you do, you say so you don't say anything too fucked up? Because, like, the truth of <laughs> most religious belief systems is, like, deeply weird. 
I never really thought of it that way. Maybe. But it also has to do with, like, let's not do our annual budget meeting oh, this week. Oh, okay. So it's, it more, <laughs> it's less speaking in tongues and more, like, profit and loss statements. <laughs> I mean, literally, we're doing the very opposite of that by only talking about the minutia of our Patreon page. Well, let's talk about the song Josie by the band Blink-182. Uh, you know, let's delve into it as the scholars of alternative culture and music that we are. Josiah, how do you feel about the song Josie by the band Blink-182? I just thought of something. (laughs) Go Um, ahead, man. (laughs) (laughs) I want to know because it's interesting and it's not really that interesting, but it is a thing that the song is called what it is and they don't say the name in the song. And there's been some debate over how to pronounce my name. And the debate is that I was always told it was a hard S, and I used to think, oh, I should correct people, and then I gave up, because they were yeah. saying the, the Z the whole time. But I think if we return to our beloved online songs, we can hear Mark sing that at the start. So I'm curious if he does it with a, a hard a S. A Z or, or an S, yeah, okay. Yeah, so let's, let's hear that before we, before we determine how we're going to pronounce this okay. song title. Also, well, go ahead. <laughs> Josie, you're my... Oh, there we go. That's an S. Josie. We should. I should have thought of this earlier and clipped it so that every time we want to talk about want to say it, you want to play it. (laughs) Josie. So it's Josie, which I guess also is this your subtle way of reminding me that I am constantly mispronouncing your name. (laughs) I mean, it could be because I say Josiah, and you're saying it is Josiah. Yeah, although I don't really care to be honest. I I think that does feel more biblical. The hard S? Yeah. Like, I mean, Josiah. The book of Josiah. <laughs> well, yeah. So it is Josie. Uh, while we're talking about the Bible and being secret sensitive and Christianity, <laughs> before I give you my opinion of the song, which is going to shock and awe you. <laughs> wow. Um, what I happens this... next? I won't believe. <laughs> I just found, I just sent you the link. I, in, my, in my Googles today, I found this excerpt from a book called... Uh, Rock and roll baby names, over 2,000 inspired, music-inspired names from Allison to Ziggy. And uh, it popped up in the Google search, the Josie section. Oh. So in Hebrew, Josie is a variation of Josephine, the Lord increases. <laughs> yeah, so that's pretty good. But uh, then in, in rock and roll terms, it's <laughs> smart, independent, and the life of the party. That's just literally the lyrics to this song. <laughs> smart, independent, independent doesn't need Mark Hoppus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then related artists and songs is Josie and the Pussycats, Josie by Blink-182, Josie by Donovan, Josie Anderson by John Vanderslice, Josie by Chris Christopherson, Star and Josie Born. by Steely Dan. So uh, that... Josie by Steely Dan might be the the best known Josie. I assumed this was like the only Josie that mattered. But um, before we kind of fumbled our way through the opening of uh, of the pod, my plan was to do a like welcome to Blink One Fifty Five, the internet's best Steely Dan podcast. Oh wow! That's and pre- pretend high for right and pretend for uh, at least 10, 15 seconds that. Uh, I had uh, prepared for the first time in a year <laughs> to do the pod, but was solely prepared to talk about Steely Dan. Now, there's probably an actual comedy term for that, but I don't know what it is. But it sounds like there's way too many premises that they need to suspend disbelief <laughs> for that yeah. joke to work. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> you can only get away with sort of one variation, and that was <laughs> yeah, entirely <laughs> too much to, <laughs> for an audience to handle. All right. In this next bit, not only have I prepared everything. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So imagine a world where. <laughs> I'm just, when I'm looking at this name thing, I'm first of all, I'm thinking, who's buying this shitty, like, uh, discount bid Urban Outfitters book and being like, oh, yeah, John Vanderslice. <laughs> yeah. But also, remember when John Vanderslice was just a name you'd read all the time? Like, did anyone ever actually listen to John Vanderslice? Couldn't even tell you what kind of music John Vanderslice plays. Is it country? Is it like... I think it's like when... I, it's. I think it's that kind of like indie pop that there used to be a million guys named Ben who did that kind of music, like Ben Lee, Ben Queller. It's like that kind of music. Oh, yeah. There were some good Bens for a while there. Yeah. What happened? <laughs> where have all the Bens gone? <laughs> That's, there's some, some good think piece... Uh, 
uh, fodder there. <laughs> so we're just scrolling up in this fucking book. Um, the the name before Josie is Iris, uh, which is mm-hmm. Greek for rainbow. And of course, the first reference is uh, the Goo Goo Dolls, which I guess is another song where, despite being the, the most famous rock and roll incarnation of the name Iris, they never say Iris in that in the song. So the only quote from the Goo Goo Dolls they have here is, you're the closest to heaven that I'll ever be. And then there's like breeders and split ends, better bands. Her- Hercules and the love affair. <laughs> Aren't they just called Hercules and love affair? This book yeah. is insane. I feel like this person was just like... Yeah, they'll publish this book. And then they put the amount of effort that we put into one episode into an entire book and just piece together a bunch of (laughs) biblical references. But that's really all you have to do to seem smart. Imagine naming your child Enid, which is one of the other suggestions in this book, after the bare naked lady song Enid, (laughs) which is about Stephen Page's ex-girlfriend. Anyway. I feel like you'll do that. I 100% will name my firstborn Enid. Either. Hang on. I'm looking at the word Chad, which oh. says Welsh for warrior, and then rock and roll is unassuming and introverted, which is the most incorrect definition of a Chad I've ever read. <laughs> Imagine just like a real wallflower of a Chad. But then it skips a hundred pages because I don't know how this weird like Google book <laughs> thing works, but it skips a bunch of pages so you don't get to read the Chad thing. Instead, the next part says liner notes. Dave Matthews once broke two ribs trying to catch a grape <laughs> with his mouth. <laughs> Dude, Dave Matthews is so good. <laughs> Dave Matthews fucking rules. There's so many good Dave Matthews stories. Uh, and that's really what this podcast is about. <laughs> it's, yeah.